here's the deal, folks. Trump had a terrible economy. He gave this, uh, he inherited a great economy from. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. From, from uh, Obama. And after he got that economy from Obama, he gave all these tax cuts to mostly wealthy people. We all know the story. It's cliche now. It's cliche now. However, let's be frank. The economy started to go south before the pandemic. But he still likes to say that during his economy, it was the best economy ever. That's what he said. Now, here's the truth. And if you take a look at what Chris Hayes has to say here, the charts are all there for everybody to see in the periods in which he selected. So listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. It's 2024 and the American economy is back, baby. You don't have to take my word for it. As we've been covering for months on this show, there has been and is a, a gap, lingering gap between the way the economy is actually performing based on every metric we have, which is incredibly well, and the way voters say they feel about the economy, which has been quite pessimistic. And every day brings some new bit of data that demonstrates that the American economy is roaring. Today, it is this chart, which you might call the GDP Olympics. Of all of the most developed economies on Earth, which one do you think is growing the fastest? Well, it's Joe Biden's United States, by a lot. That big green bar at the top is our GDP here in the good old U.S. of A. You see how much bigger it is than all the others? The U.S. is literally the best economy in the world. Last year, our economy grew much faster than Japan, the second best economy, more than double the rate of Canada and a distant third. Not only that, but we are projected to blow the competition out of the water again this year. And this is just one data point among many Wages, in real terms, real wages, the amount of actual purchasing power are rising. Inflation, by some measures, is falling below the Fed's target with an anticipation they may start cutting interest rates. Investment in manufacturing has now set record highs. New business formation, that's people making small businesses, has set record highs. Household wealth has set a record high. And today, amid all this good news, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell got just about as enthusiastic as it is possible for a central banker like him when discussing the state of the U.S. economy. The labor market, 3.7 percent uh, unemployment indicates that the labor market is strong. We've had just about two years now of, of unemployment under 4 percent. That hasn't happened in 50 years. So it's a good labor market. And we've seen inflation come down. We've talked about that. So We've got six months of good inflation data and an expectation that there's more to come. So this is this is a, this is a good situation. Let's be honest. This is a this is a good economy. The last three years, the Biden administration has essentially get this, put us back on track economically in a better spot than if COVID hadn't happened. I want to say that again. OK, as the White House noted a few weeks ago, quote, the level of U.S. real GDP in 2023 
even exceeded some pre-pandemic forecasts, including that of the Congressional Budget Office and the IMF. That's right. The economy. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. He did better last year than the economic projection showed before the pandemic, before COVID, when nobody knew there would be this cataclysmic event and recession in 2020. Back in 2019, the Congressional Budget Office, for example, thought GDP would grow by an average of 1.7% in 2023. Again, looking out into the future, not knowing there's going to be a pandemic. It actually grew at 2.5%. And speaking of the pandemic, Trump and his supporters often argue it's unfair to compare Biden's economy to Trump's since, again, COVID tanked the world economy in 2020. But here's the thing. If you ignore 2020, Joe Biden was not president, Donald Trump was, but let's just throw it out, okay? If you ignore 2020, the economy under Biden is still doing better than Trump's was. Take away COVID. Give him a mulligan. As the Washington Monthly notes, quote, Under Biden, from January 2022 to December 2023, employment grew at an average annual rate of 2.4% compared to a 1.5% rate under Trump from January 2017 to February 2020. So again, if you bend over backwards to give Donald Trump the most favorable comparison possible, where you completely take him off the hook for the economy tanking under his watch when he was president due to COVID, and you ignore the first year of the Biden presidency when they had the huge boom as the world reopened, take that all off the board, Joe Biden's economy is still whooping Trump's butt. So the question becomes, if the economy is doing so well, why don't voters think it is? And I think that's starting to change. There are basically two reasons. So one thing you got to realize is simple partisanship. Republicans will never give a Democrat credit for a good economy. And while there's the same thing, vice versa and reverse, it's asymmetric, which is to say Democrats are more willing to give Republicans credit. So here, here's just one example. And there's a lot of charts that look like this. Just days after the networks called the 2020 election for Joe Biden, there's a poll asking Democrats and Republicans how they felt about the economy going forward. And suddenly, in that red line, Republicans feel very pessimistic about the economy. Democrats start to feel better. This is before Joe Biden was even sworn into office. But if you stay with this graph for a second, one thing I want you to notice there, the drop by Republicans is way more than the gain in Democrats. You see that? Like, Republicans are way more partisan in their view of the economy than Democrats, even though both sides are pretty partisan. But for other folks who not, might not be very partisan or political, there's just a lag. There is a lag between when the economy starts to improve in the numbers And when people feel it, when they feel more secure, that lag is starting 
to go away. You can see it in consumer confidence numbers, which are improving. This is a problem for the Republicans because they want the economy to do poorly under Joe Biden. We have an economy that's so fragile. And the only reason it's running now is it's running off the fumes of what we did, what the Trump administration, it's just running off the fumes. And when there's a crash, I hope it's gonna be during this next 12 months because I don't wanna be Herbert Hoover. The one president, I just don't wanna be Herbert Hoover. So Trump hasn't gotten his wish with the stock market, even though he's rooting, rooting for it to crash. The stock market is booming. The Dow is setting record highs. The economic recovery is so good that even Fox has to like begrudgingly acknowledge it. Now take a look at this headline in the Washington Post. We bring it to you again because it was a, a kind of a standout. It says, falling inflation and rising growth gives the U.S. the world's best recovery. Steve Forbes with me this morning. I think the Democrats are going to run with that headline. I mean, they're just going to plaster this all over the place. But are they right? Is America, does America now have the best recovery? Well, yes. I'll bet that the next time KJP or the president takes any kind of questions of any kind on the economy, that Washington Post article is going to be right there, front and center. We've got the best recovery. And that's a pretty good political slogan in an election year. Yes, also helped by the fact that it is just plainly the truth. So it's getting to the point where Republicans can no longer ignore reality, right? Which is why, instead of denigrating the economy, get this, Donald Trump is now trying to take credit for it on social media, like from one day to the next, which of course is the Trump playbook. Anything bad that happens isn't his fault. Well, he deserves credit for anything good under his watch. It's something his press secretary noted when the first full jobs report of the Trump presidency was released. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. In the past, the president has referred to particular job reports as phony or totally fiction. Does the president believe that this jobs report was accurate and a fair way to measure the economy? Yeah, I, I talked to the president prior to this, uh, and he said to quote him very clearly, they may have been phony in the past, but it's very real now. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Reality doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's good when I say it. it, it when I'm in, in power, it's made up when I'm not, right? That's the whole thing. But this idea that Trump actually deserves credit for the Biden economy is just too ridiculous to reach most people, honestly. Like, some hardcore partisans are going to be like, yes, it's a Trump <laughs> stock market or whatever ludicrousness. But that's not going to work for most voters. That is why Republicans are simply trying to just change the subject. Change the subject. They love to talk about kitchen table issues and the price of eggs, all that stuff, like six months ago, now? No, they are reaching for their political safety blanket, which is called immigration. All right, folks, here's what's important. The charts are important, but also the truth and the narrative is important. 
Donald Trump goes out there and says all of the times that his economy was the best. The numbers say it didn't even come close. He didn't handle the COVID epidemic appropriately. The numbers prove that is a fact. He then says that if you eliminate the COVID portion of the economy, he is doing great. Well, as it turns out, the Biden economy, even though it isn't as broad based as it should be based on, well, again, there are structural issues within our economic system that causes that problem. Even though it isn't where it should be, it is vastly better than anything Trump could have ever dreamed of having. So for those of you who sit back and listen to the Trump rhetoric, try the truth. Try the charts. Try to take a look at reality and don't vote against your own interests. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.